Hi, Jeffrey. Welcome back. Hello, Cindy. How are you? Good. I'm excited because you and I were talking the other day when we were discussing possible topics, and you said, how about religion as it relates to source? Is that right? Did I get that right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a fascinating thing for me because, um, you know, the world's full of religions. And offshoots, sure <laughs> and offshoots of those religions. And, you know, people obviously have felt comfortable um, over time creating religions, a mm -hmm. way to um, to worship something or somebody. Right. And, you know, for me personally, um, you know, source is love. Source is, um, source is the goodness that, that everything's derived from. So what is source to you? I know what it is to me, but sure. And how would you define it? Well, source to me is that loving, benevolent energy where everything comes from. Mm -hmm. Now, it, it has taken time for me and my growth in the spiritual work to understand that that source manifests itself um, in whatever way it chooses. But I also have come to believe that it, it manifests in ways that are comfortable for people in this particular realm. Mm, comfortable for people? Interesting. Yeah, that, you know, for, um, we can speak to the Christian religion, mm -hmm. that manifesting itself as Jesus Christ or Mother Mary or any of the you know, archangels, any of those, those, those powerful entities um, that are a part of the Christian religion. Mm -hmm. um, I personally believe that source, because source is love, says this would be comfortable for those people who are going to participate in the Christian religion. Oh, okay. So source manifests kind of an icon mm -hmm. for us to follow. or And outside of the Christian religion, the Buddha, other masters who mm -hmm. walk the earth. Right, because Jesus was a master. Mm -hmm. At least that's <laughs> what we refer to him as. Um, oh, that's very interesting. Because I know, I believe the same way. That source, and listeners, when we say source, we're talking about the ultimate creative force. Which many in this country would call God. Mm -hmm. But as we know, in other cultures, there are many gods. Mm -hmm. So... Um, we're talking about the ultimate divine force, creative force of all things. Mm -hmm. So when you say it manifests something that would be comfortable, that's interesting. Um, and at the same time, what about the concept of source is in everything, is everything? So if we're manifesting from our free will, aren't we manifesting too? Well. Because I believe source is responsive that way. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, we, I do too. We talk about the law of attraction and mm -hmm. um, you know what you put out there typically will come back mm -hmm. to you. And source as a responsive energy that you know things that are born out of love typically are returned to you in a loving way. Mm -hmm. um, and because of that creative responsiveness, to me, source will meet religious leaders or even somebody who's just practicing mm -hmm. in a way that's that's meaningful to them so you know to have a personal conversation with Jesus 
you know, if that's what source sees is comfortable for you to, to be able to communicate and be able to problem solve or express your desires or, you know, mm -hmm. think well for somebody else, I believe that Jesus Christ will show up and that's source saying, hey, this is good for you. Let's let's do it this way because mm -hmm. source is loving, source is creative, and that's what happens. And so maybe if that person were, were brought up in a Christian household, Jesus would be the iconic figure mm -hmm. and familiar to that person. There are people on the planet who have never heard of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's correct. And so they have another icon or deity or ascended master or mm -hmm. some kind of heavenly heavenly being, mm -hmm. <laughs> even if it's just a sun or a star, mm -hmm. which, you know, in old times, olden times, ancient times, mm -hmm. there were those who worshiped the sun mm -hmm. or certain star configurations. So <clears throat> for the purpose of our conversation, though, I guess um, your, your idea was to come up with a panel. Mm -hmm. And I love that idea um, so that I can channel your panel of beings mm -hmm. to what get their point of view of source or so in our world typically if, if we work whether it's in education or business or whatever um, to put a panel together you're talking about typically people who know something about the topic mm -hmm. so I sure. thought it would be fascinating mm -hmm. to invite those manifestations to come to the table and provide perspective because um, with a number of religions around the world, um, I mean, I truly believe that the majority of those religions have a purpose of love and kindness, caring for others, those types of things. And yet, over time, time being a, a concept, of course, in itself, <laughs> right. um, but to think about, over time, religion has caused people to do the opposite. Yeah. Like, yeah. argue all the way through... War. war so how many wars are actually not religious like in in their in their context and their purpose yeah, yeah. Right, no, like what do, they get, what do they get started over um mm -hmm. i i think it's less frequent now but like if you just look over time i mean if you take a world history course in school mm -hmm. as a teenager you're going to speak to um, a lot of religious disagreements. Right. Of so course. when I when I think about what a panel would do in this case, you know, if I if I go to a panel, I'm looking for opinions to to kind of help me understand how to weave some things together. Mm -hmm. I think it would be really interesting for our listeners to maybe hear from a panel of deities or ascended masters or whatever yeah. happens mm -hmm. to show up. Because I trust that source is going to say, you know what, here, here's some good things to, to send your way to, to provide. Right, because we now have an intention. We do. And then the source or unified field or the source field is going to provide us with the proper panel. Mm -hmm. Just like it provides me with the proper guest speaker every month mm -hmm. during my channeling sessions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, based on who's listening, who's going to be listening. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, obviously, we'll probably want. Is there any, do you have any requests? No, you know what for... I have. I have faith. I have faith that Source okay. is going to say, "Here would be okay. some great perspectives." You know, would I be surprised um, if Jesus Christ should? No, I wouldn't be surprised because 
you know, I assume that we have a number of listeners who are familiar well, with sure. and that would help yeah. and help I've our listeners. And i channeled him since 1999. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, of course, he would be a good one for the panel. But would Vishnu be a great person for the panel or person? Deity for the panel? I think Vishnu would be excellent. I was actually thinking of bringing in um, Muhammad. Muhammad would be absolutely fascinating. I'm not sure if we would have any... Islamic listeners, um, <laughs> but you never know. Mm-hmm. So I've channeled Muhammad for quite a while too, and love his insight. Um, I was actually feeling uh, before we began Green Tara, wow, or Tara, the, mm-hmm. the Tibetan mother yeah. goddess. Um, of course, there are so many. I'd love to bring in somebody Egyptian. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to bring in somebody um, who's pagan and that makes sense so a panel of experts because they are experts on who they are (laughs) to um i'm assuming you have questions you'll ask them yeah i'm I'm fascinated to see responses because i'm sure that that's also going to drive the ensuing questions like sure i'm I'll be honest, I'm excited, but I'm also I'm a little nervous because I'm like wanting to make sure that, that I'm being helpful and providing our listeners with, with what they're looking for. But Well, what do, what do we think they'd be looking for? The thing that's popping into my mind right now is this concept of holy war. Mm. You know, there have been so many wars that were called holy wars. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what they think about that. Mm-hmm. Holy war. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, of course... Because there are so many religions, I would say one burning question would be, which is the correct one? Uh, right? And, and I can already, I, I, I think I have my own guess as to what. Well, me too. But it'd be interesting to know what they say. Now, I'm getting that we're going to have five of them on the panel. Oh. One of them is Osiris. Oh, wow. Um, that's the first one that I see. Okay, Master Jesus, yes. Tara, as I already felt, even before we arrived here today. Muhammad is on board as well. And we're going to get an Archangel, the Archangel Gabriel. So we've got Ascended Masters, we've got a Goddess, and a God, and a couple of Archangels. Or one archangel, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder why I said a couple. There must be more than one here. <laughs> but mm-hmm. for the purpose of our panel, so we've got Osiris, who is the ancient Egyptian creator god. Mm-hmm. We've got Master Jesus, mm-hmm. who many of us know here, Ascended Master. We have Tara, who is the Tibetan mother goddess. So she would be the Mother Mary of the Tibetan mm-hmm. faith. <laughs> We've got Muhammad, of course, the prophet. And interestingly, Archangel Gabriel, because Gabriel was who Muhammad channeled the Quran. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, and Gabriel is also, Gabriel, Gabriel, part of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And I have had the um, honor of being inside the Hagia Sophia or the Hagia Sophia. Mm in Istanbul, Turkey, mm-hmm. which is both Christian church and Muslim mosque. Wow. And there are images of Jesus and Mary. There's an image of Archangel Gabriel giving Muhammad 
the Quran. I'm getting chills as I'm talking about it. Sure. And then, of course, it's one of the most important mosques mm-hmm. in, um, in all of Turkey or, or Europe that I know of. So that's interesting to me. So will you want them to let them know who you are or will you ask them questions? Do you want them to answer all at once? Because I can kind of specify how we do this. Um, I mean, for for me, being able to ask questions, um, I think it'd be great if they would identify themselves, if that's okay. okay. But if they went like, who who am I to to tell them what what I do? That's really funny. You know what I think they would say to that? Mm Mm-hmm. You think of us as your brothers and sisters. Yeah, that's fair. We're not less than. We're just in a different type of configuration here. Yeah. But we are the same energy. That's a great point. And I know, and I know that. I don't have to ask them that because I know that. They mm-hmm. all say that. Mm-hmm. Master Jesus has said over and over again, think of me as your brother. He will, he will address the group and say, Hello, masters. We're all masters. We're no, you're no different than I am. Please think of me as your brother or your friend. So I think, you know, I think that's a really important message because still I have people say, well, I don't, I didn't want to bother the angels or I didn't want to bother. I think I'm asking for too much or that is impossible. There is no spirit in all of the universe that decides what you deserve. Mm-hmm. That's all you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep repeating that until everybody's heard it <laughs> from me. It's an excellent message. It really is an excellent message. And um, it was humbling to, uh, and it was an honor to channel that. But wow, how powerful that is. Mm-hmm. I have to say that channeling all these years has done so much for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that I get a lot of good feedback from others, but what it has done for me is just, I I couldn't even begin to express my gratitude. So let's start bringing in this panel. And while we're thinking about other questions that we want to ask, you know, like, is war appropriate? And um, what other other current events or... I think it would be fascinating to hear them talk about how do we how do we get people to understand this? How is it that we get them to You mean understand like if you're a different one. religion? Mm-hmm. That mm, religion is one. not necessarily a reason to to be angry at somebody. Or to, to be, be divided. Yeah. Right. Especially since sources all of us. Right. So I've got Osiris and Tara coming in, Gabriel, and just for the listeners, uh, I do pronounce it Gabriel because that is how the Archangel has asked me to pronounce its name. I remind that angels are genderless, and even though a spirit is genderless, it doesn't mean it's any better or worse or higher or lower than another one. We're just all different configurations of source. Master Jesus coming in. And in my experience, he likes to be called Master Jesus 
Um, others call him Sananda, Yeshua, Isha. There are many other names from different languages. interesting group pretty balanced in the genders of the four who are of gender maybe gender is a question too or you know some of our issues now that we have on the planet racial issues gender issues all these things that are dividing us you know, we've talked about the pandemic before, but that's still happening in our world. All right, it's time for me to separate. You feel good about all the questions? I do. I'll okay. be anxious to see where they take us because sure. I think they're going to lead us into wonderful spaces. Wonderful. We are honored to be in your presence and are prepared to answer the questions that you have in the best way that we can with our unique points of view. Well, welcome. It's an honor and pleasure to be sitting with, with all of you um, as we recognize the perspective that, that you, you bring to this discussion. Um, it is our hope today to provide um, information um, that will be helpful to people who may um, have some questions or, or confusion um, about source, about where each of your manifestations come from, and what they mean for them and our world, um, that we're currently having issues with, with many things related to um, gender to race to religions, um, repeating things that have been part of our past. So we, we look forward to hearing um, your perspectives and the wisdom that you'll share today. We are eager, and I, Muhammad, first wish to say that I did receive the information through the Archangel, through divine guidance, and yet, because I was one who was channeling or receiving the information, it was still written through the filter of my point of view as a human. And so it is important to understand that ancient texts are written for the time in which they were written, for the matters that were at hand, for the purpose of <clears throat> truly creating rules and regulations for the much larger tribe of people at the time. And the more people you got to follow you or to become part of your religion, the more of an army you were building, so to speak. It's, that's an interesting question because um, wars over time have many instances been created because of differences in religion or differences in, yes. in spiritual beliefs. Because religion was intertwined with law. It was intertwined with rules and regulations, almost like your, almost like a police force 
or almost like the legal system. It was intertwined like that. And so because of these wars, it was all about trying to take over the land and become dominant with the belief system. So how would somebody who has the belief that sources love, that all things come from love, um, to use a concept, marry those two things together because sometimes law and the belief in source being love stand in contrast. And this contrast still exists in most religions. That source or God is love, and yet it is also not love at the same time because humans bring duality into it. I, Muhammad, brought duality into it because I was human. And duality is what we understood here. Duality was how we translated the source or God or Allah to also be thinking the way we were thinking, not understanding that beyond here was no duality. So your original question how to marry the concept of law, which sometimes does not have uh, a love feel to it, with behaviors that come from source that are bore from love. Well, you really can't. Because if you need rules and regulations, those have to be earth-based, human-based, duality-based. Source's love is the truth. And that is where to place your focus with all of your dealings. So if you are focused on truth and love, as though Allah is love, God is love, source is love, then why would you steal? Why would you murder? Why would you harm? If you are connected with and aligned with that, then the rules are not an issue for you. That's fascinating. That's absolutely the truth that if you are focused on doing those right things um, and being in your spiritual realm, that those issues usually don't pop up. They don't. But if your leaders and your priests are saying, this is what God says to do or not do, then there is fear brought into religion in order to control the masses. And that is not its intended purpose. No, the the fear piece also, and I I appreciate you bringing that in because um, love and fear typically are on opposite ends of that spectrum of that duality. Yes. Okay. So then holy war over time. Is holy war contradiction holy war is a human concept okay holy war at no time would the creator which is love decide that war would be necessary only love so holy war is terminology created by humans to as an excuse of why war was necessary as though it was 
initiated by and supported by God. However, it was because everyone is God. Everyone is source. <laughs> Confusing. Indeed. Tara wishes to speak. In my time, and I, Tara, was created by the collective consciousness of humans, humans who, who desired a mother figure, humans who desired a spiritual mother to support them, to protect them, to nurture them and to love them and to provide for food and shelter and all of the things that a mother provides. I am a goddess. And while wars have been throughout time, this was not as much a concern for the people who worshipped me at the time. More of it was a concern for survival. But as I look at what you call holy wars throughout all of your histories on this planet, truly they are nothing compared to spiritual or mm, star wars, actually. There are star wars. There are wars within the cosmos as well. But back to Earth. It is human nature for the duality to be present in the mind and to believe that someone must be right. This is where we need to move the conversation into what is right and wrong, because the laws over time have been changed many times. It used to be that even the most minor things, from your perspective now, were punishable by death or torture. And even in your childhood, rules were different even in religious institutions. So things have to change throughout time, and those who continue to refer to ancient texts are very limited in the ability to understand truth. So I would ask the question then, what is it that causes a person or a group or a mass to hold on to that belief system so tightly when if they acknowledge that it is in contrast to love it is in contrast to i don't want to use good because like somebody's one person's good is another person's bad exactly so, but what I exactly was, but love is a pretty standard concept so how do people find the way to hang on to those older beliefs so much that is a very interesting question, and I will bring in also the Master, Jesus, to help to answer that. Why they hold fast. It is interesting how people hold fast to that which they are taught as a child, as though it is the only way, as though it is the only belief. It is because it is foundational. It is foundational to their understanding of reality. So... Why they do it, it's the same reason that anyone creates any habit or skill because it is a repeated thought, action, 
many religions have certain ritualistic actions that go with the thought to further program the mind into that system. Does this make sense so far? Yes. <clears throat> so like any other habit, like any other skill, like riding a bike or driving a car, like walking, it just becomes second nature. But it is the fear piece that prevents them from looking elsewhere at other options. It is the fear that has been brought into the religion, into the teachings, into the sermons that prevents them from moving off that, that path they have chosen or the path that was chosen for them most appropriately. But the fear is such a motivator, as you know, that that is what keeps people in what they deem to be safety because the ego mind will prevent you from trying something new. And this is well known. Humans say things are deeply ingrained in their brain. And this is not true, but if they believe it's true, then it is true. You are fascinating computers walking around. Impressionable, programmable, and reprogrammable. Nothing is so programmed that you cannot change it about yourself. This one has done it. You have done it. Changed your belief systems. Over time, yes. I would agree with that. Yes. I would agree with that. So I, your brother, the Master Jesus, wish to speak to this as well. So much of the answer I have about this is ego. The ego mind, the fearful mind, the critical mind. That is what has caused all the wars. That is what has caused most of the problems you have in your world. Until now, where you have technology and now you have different types of wars. But it's still over power. It's wars over power and money and possessions. And can you imagine the power you would have if you spoke in front of a group and said, I know the answer. This is the answer. Because it has spoken to me. Yes. It has spoken to that person because as you said earlier, I heard you, that the universe source provides what is needed for the manifestation of the desire in every individual mind. So if one wishes to control masses of people, the energy, the support or blessings, if you like, will be given. The guidance will be given because there is no judgment beyond here. It is all given. So is it a reasonable statement? Reasonable. In the physical plane that ego can be more powerful than love. Yes. So powerful that armies are created, weapons are created, so many weapons. So many types of weapons, not just handguns or, or rifles, 
nuclear weapons and viral weapons within your computer systems and so many <clears throat> so many tools that take a desire and manifest it so humans are always manifesting their desires and so many would say no that's not true because I've wanted this for some time I've wanted to be happy for some time I've wanted a partner for some time I wanted to figure out my life purpose for some time all these things we hear in the minds of humans so what weapon are you creating are you creating a weapon of words of love words of inspiration or are you creating a weapon of intimidation to control others emotions or actions and none of it is wrong <laughs> that's the biggest message none of it is wrong so even as we speak about wars we only speak of the fact that they were unnecessary does this make sense yes well wrong and unnecessary or right and unnecessary exactly <laughs> that is amazing and yet it's all necessary because each person has their own unique intentions of what they want to learn here and how they want to evolve this is an excellent plane for evolution and for being truly the the masters and magicians that you are you have no idea how powerful magicians you are <laughs> so are we staying on the topic yes yes and as I had said to this one before we began I was going to be interested to see where you led us today because you you are leading us in very interesting places you're also leading us to i would say places that have many many more questions so, so we have opened up cans of worms for you if, if you would like to use that phrase i would <laughs> we say would like to appropriate yes so what what i'm hearing you say in concept you know we have these religions of christianity and muslim religion and we have Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, all those things that have been created by man. Atheism. Yes, that is, uh, that's one as well. But what we're saying is that at times, the most powerful religion can be fear. Indeed. While you are in human form, that is the religion of many people, mm -hmm. is fear. So everything they do is based on their fear of safety or their fear of security. Perhaps they own a gun because they do not feel secure. Perhaps they walk a certain route to their job or drive a certain route because of security. What about survival? So while Going to get the food and planning things ahead just to be sure that there is plenty to survive. So that while a, a Tibetan monk may not be able to speak religiously to a Catholic priest, the common language of fear 
helps all to understand. <laughs> it does. And it motivates because if you want to motivate someone, you must create an emotion. And if that emotion is fear or any description of fear, anxiety, guilt, frustration, then you can motivate more effectively. That's, that makes a ton of sense. Certainly creates uh, further conundrums, but it makes a ton of sense. So, I would I would like to go ahead and if we can kind of have everyone, if you don't mind, respond to. I Osiris have something to say. Outstanding. I am from some of the most ancient times that you are aware of on your planet thus far, and what I want to say is that any time a religious organization tells you that their way is the only way, do you forget about the ancient ones? Do you forget about the ones that ones you call pagan? The Druids? The, the Egyptians? Do you forget about... Do, do all of those people... Have all of those people been delivered to an eternal damnation? Because they do not know the one way, the one right way? It seems silly to the spirit world, and yet it seems to make sense to humans. I would, I would ask the question of um, humans typically look for purpose in constructs and things. Mm. So, Osiris, would it be, would it be feasible to say that humans? did not find purpose and usage in the religious constructs of your time and went to find something that met their needs. They did. And yet, if you haven't noticed already, there are always the radical ones, and the Master Jesus is one of them, <laughs> who are discovering the truth and then doing their best to explain it to others and then bring them along in that way. Does that make sense? It does. So there will always be someone who wants to step out of the agreed-upon religion and say, there must be another way. Why is that? Why is there always a radical? Because they are not being fulfilled with the beliefs that they have. One of the benefits or pitfalls of free will. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And yet that is evolution. Mm. That is how your species grows and evolves. Now we will speak to you as a group. So question to the, to the group. People have been coming up with constructing or continuing religions across histories. Is there a right one? They are all right, especially for their time, until something mm, disbands it or something. The problem is you're trying to get masses of people to believe the same thing. So which one is the right one? Hmm. 
How much time do you have? <laughs> probably not enough, but we and probably yes. should make time for yes, that. Yes, this is important. Which is the right religion? Religions were created because many people were lost. They did not know what to believe, who to believe, how to believe in something beyond their life where they are just attempting to survive. Mm. How to believe in something beyond the third dimensional reality. And so, as you know, there are many different personalities here, and some personalities are leaders and some are followers. So religions still serve an excellent purpose for those who are followers. For those who are more the leaders or the pioneers, it is really about, it is more about, or perhaps it ought to be more about, being innovative helping the evolution of the species, not necessarily referring to only ancient texts, but innovating that information and making it relevant to the current time. The religion that is the correct one is the one that each individual believes is the correct one. Because they are all correct for their own purposes, or they were in the beginning. How is that for an answer? So it brings us back to the idea that source meets the individual where they're at. Indeed. Well put. Because whatever one believes is true. Whatever one desires is answered if they receive the answer. Or if they believe, it will be answered. So source does meet the individual where they are, and yet... We will now present you with the absolute truth. Whether the minds that are listening are ready to hear it or not. There is one source energy and we are all it. There is one truth and we are all it. So regardless of someone who is doing good things or bad things, as you say, it's still all source. But who is right and who is wrong? Everyone believes they are doing what is right. Everyone. Even if they know that murdering someone will put them in prison, they still believe it is the right thing to do for some reason. And it may be motivated by fear, most likely. But it's still right. And when humanity can get to the point where they realize that everyone is correct for what they are choosing and who they are being and what they are doing. And if, if the individuals could just focus on what their beliefs are, learn about all the religions. There are dictionaries of them. There are many people who would like to tell you about theirs. But seek that out from curiosity rather than fear. Seek everything out that way. Seek everything out with curiosity and interest rather than fear. If you are afraid you are going to be alone the rest of your life, then you are seeking someone to fill a void and that is seeking from fear. Does this make sense?
Indeed it does. If you are seeking because you are curious about how a new experience or a new person or a new job might help you to grow and learn. And ultimately, if you're curious what your own soul wants, the, the part of you that is the real you, the true essence you, the source you, then there isn't too much you need to do or think about. And you can attend a religious service in any organization. You can attend a Muslim, a Jewish, a Christian, a satanic, just to see how it feels to you. Just to see if you are inspired. It is meant to inspire, not to control. So do you want to be controlled or told what to do? Many people do, and that is fine. Or do you want to be inspired to grow and evolve and find your own religion, the religion of you? This one we can say... <clears throat> challenges her beliefs constantly and is open to many different concepts just to see if they resonate with her. Some do, some don't. Many do, though, because she knows it's all the same thing. It's all the same source energy. Have we answered your questions today? Indeed. I think it sounds like that instead of maybe focusing on the differences in religions, per se, um, that maybe we need to find that commonality of source and what, what religion means to us and accept that in others. If humans could find the commonality with all beings, not just human, mm. but animals and plants and spirit beings, if you could find more common, focus on commonality, rather than separation and differences, then many things would change. But you are in a space of duality, so. <laughs> Indeed we are. But it is lightworkers like you two and others, the ones who are listening, to begin spreading more of the message of light and love, or source, if you wish to have more follow you, not follow you, but be part of your, your team, your group, spreading the light. There are those who spread darkness, and that's just what they're choosing too. Are they happy? Some of them. The goal is to be truly at peace inside, content, faithful, feeling secure, comfortable, all these things that are occurring on your planet, people who are stocking up food and things, they are trying to preserve the human life, which is valuable to you when you're a human, but your soul, the source inside you is always intact, and there is nothing to fear. We hope we have assisted you today. Immensely. And we are grateful and honored for our panel. We are grateful and honored to have been your panel today. I appreciate, we appreciate our brothers and sisters uh, for their wisdom today.
Thank you. Thank you, Muhammad, Tara, Master Jesus, Gabriel, and Osiris. Our panel today. What did you think of that, Jeff? That was... was thank you, guys. Wild. Immensely wild, but immensely educational. Oh, good. I hope that was helpful for our listeners, too. I hope so, too. But if they're feeling like me, I've got a ton more questions, but... Well, Maybe we've that. got uh, more podcasts to come, so <laughs> you keep you keep collecting your questions. I'll do the same. Maybe we'll do do this again. I think that would be great. All right, thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you.